Sentire Media. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to us. Good morning, Ashley. Buongiorno! Um, today is Sunday, the 4th of July, and it's about 7.30 in the morning. And as you can hear from our voices, we our batteries are recharged. Oh, yeah. And we are ready to go again. Um, let's see, what's been going on in the last week, well, the last few days since we talked? Like five cooking classes. Lots of cooking classes, lots of stuff going on. Um, some movement today. We have new uh, two new apartments arriving this this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday we took the afternoon off and um, went on a little day trip to the coast. Speedo Central. Speedo Central. The uh, Adriatic, the, what do they call it? The Italian Riviera. Adriatic Riviera. And... Um, We'll tell you a little bit about, we'll go through some of the towns between, uh, we'll say, Rimini and Pesaro that you can visit, and it's not that far, about an hour in the car, and you get a beautiful look at the Adriatic coast. It was gorgeous, and it was such a hot day yesterday, too, that to take this road, it's the, um, near Gabice Mare, and it's the Parco Naturale San Bartolo, and it was absolutely beautiful, and you're really shaded through parts of it, you go through the trees and stuff, so it was cooled down, and when we thought, oh, let's take a peek at Gabichimare, we knew we wanted to get Well, let's, let's, let's talk about the, uh, the, starting from, if everyone wants to get out their map or atlas, and if you, <laughs> if you find a Rimini on a map, it's, uh, right on the coast, uh, in, if you go over to the Adriatic Sea, right there in the middle of Italy is, you'll find Rimini. And uh, if you, let's start going south from Rimini. Riccione. Riccione. So Riccione is more of the uh, young people. Hipster. Like, hipster. Lots of, lots of tight do, speedos. Do, 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 do. Lots of techno music. Let's go clubbing. Lots of clubs. Shopping. Yeah, high-end shopping. It's like, do strut your stuff, uh, put on your tightest, pinkest jeans, or your shortest possible uh, dress. Oh my god, one of those huge pieces coming right here. And, uh... Uh, oh my god. So, it's just always a sight to see there, for sure. For sure. And then, if you go south from Riccione, is Catolica. Uh-huh. And Catolica is more family-ish, uh-huh, no? Uh-huh. Um, a beautiful beach, lots of uh, chairs and, and umbrellas to rent. And then Gabice Mare is kind of like the Boca. Yes. Gabice Mare, is, uh, which is still the next town south of Catolica, it's more for the older crowd, a little bit uh, nicer digs, um, a little quieter. What's the, chi- the chickens. Excuse the chickens, they're going crazy. Uh, and um, I don't think the beaches is nice there in Gabiche Well, and Mare. you walk down from a cliff a little bit. <coughs> there but are it's cliffs. still really cool. It's a cute little town, for sure. And then if you go south of Gabiche Mare, you enter the Parco Naturale di San Bartolo. In the direction of Pesaro. In the direction of Pesaro. And that's just about a 10-kilometer stretch of... No, we only went through half of it. Then it goes on for another 11 kilometers. Oh, okay. So almost 20 kilometers yeah. of 
um, undeveloped, totally natural land, beautiful um, birds. Castello di Mezzo. Oh, but you're right, the birds, when you drove through it, that's all you could hear. That was so pretty. It was beautiful. Um, there's got stuck behind a stinky bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, the guy had no idea how to drive. He didn't know how to drive. He was running people off the road I know. all over the place. So we slowed way back and let him get ahead of us, and you could just hear the birds. It was so nice. Uh, lots of flowers. There's... Um, Lots of different, there's a Castello di Mezzo that Ashley said, there's a, another big mansion type place, there's a beautiful uh, fountain courtyard, there's a whole, there's five or six different uh-huh. stops throughout this, this park you can take. But um, it was so nice just to have a half a day off. And then oh we went down God. to Fano and we found this nice little cove. And jumped in the Adriatic. It was wonderful. You just needed to, like, run in and cool off. It was. And the interesting thing is, is it's hotter on the coast and more humid on the coast than it is by us. As we were coming home last night in Fano, it, it was horrible. But as you start climbing in elevation, by the time you get up to us, there's much, much cooler, mm-hmm. a nice light breeze. It felt pleasant. It did. It felt much, much more pleasant. <sighs> yeah, it's our little... Our little piece of paradise. <laughs> so, you did a ton of cooking classes and stuff, like I said, this week. And when, I thought maybe we could go over, like, a menu a week or, like, a cooking class that you did just to give people an idea of what they would eat or what's in season. And maybe you could go over one of your favorite ones. Okay, so I'll pick maybe four of my favorite antipasta from this week that we did. Let's see. I, We've gotten much, much more organized. I have to start writing everything down that I make because the little slips of paper that I <laughs> scribble everything on is... Uh, they go everywhere. They do go everywhere. <clears throat> okay, so one of the things that we've been... Since summertime is uh, that I love to do with uh, poached meats or poached fish or even um, boiled potatoes or hard eggs is a salsa verde. And salsa verde is really, really, really simple. All it is is literally translated to is green sauce. And it's um, a handful of parsley, um, a clove of garlic, uh, a couple of anchovy fillets, a spoonful of capers. Um, chop all that up, add it to, add it to a, a pan, heat it slightly, put in about a third of a cup of olive oil, some chili flakes, and um, just kind of... Chili flakes, really? Yeah, a little bit of chili flakes. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end, a spoonful of vinegar or so. And all that stuff gets chopped up, and you just heat it slightly on the stove, just enough so the garlic loses its raw taste, but you're not browning anything. Very, very, very low heat in a very short amount of time. And um, just kind of let that sit and do its thing for an hour or so, so all the flavors come together, and you spoon it on everything. Beautiful, delicious. It's so light and really nice. Um, peppers are coming, are in season right now, so we've been doing pepernata, which is just a simple stewed peppers, uh, literally an onion, a couple of cherry tomatoes, and a, a pepper or two, and you stew it down in a little olive oil. Um, what else? I love doing? the carpaccio of zucchini. Uh, so carpaccio of zucchini, it sounds super fancy, but it's super And it easy. looks great when you present it or have it out. If you have a mandolin or um, some way to slice zucchini paper, paper thin, lay it out on a plate, sprinkle a little salt and pepper over the top, uh, drizzle olive oil, a shake of vinegar, and then just a couple chopped tomatoes or a little shaved parmesan or a little arugula over the top and let it sit for 15 minutes. And that's it. Literally carpaccio zucchini. It's so good. And a, there's a, recipes for all of this there's stuff recipe, on our yes. uh, blog as well. And uh, a crostini that we made the other day was the radicchio and stracchino. Oh, I have to post that because that came out so good. 
So Stracchino is a soft cow's milk cheese, uh, a little runnier than a cream cheese, and a little bit more tanginess, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit more, just has more taste than yeah. cream cheese. it's delicious. And just toast up some bread and str- spread that cheese on, and then we put a little bit of uh, radicchio, the long radicchio, not the ball, not the it's head the radicchio. Stuff, right. Yes, radicchio is a purple bitter in, in the <laughs> lettuce family. It's tougher than lettuce, though. It's uh, more like a ca- cabbage leaf. And um, you just kind of chop it all up and throw it into a hot pan with some oil and garlic and then a couple cherry tomatoes and cook it down. And the bitterness and the tartness of the strachi- or of the um, radicchio is countered by the creamy fat, the creaminess of the, the cheese, and it goes wonderful together. Um, do you think if you had stracchino, you'd put it on bagels if we had yes, bagels? Yes, absolutely. I would trade cream cheese for stracchino on bagels oh, any day. I miss bagels. Yes, I miss bagels, What was too. your favorite primo this week? Um, my favorite primo... Oh, wait, I have to go back really quick. There was a crostini you made with a fresh mushroom scotch you picked that morning, and that was phenomenal. Yes. What mushrooms were those? Um, we call them chanterelles, the little, uh, orange ones orange horny ones. They were so good. Sautéed down? Just sautéed down a little white wine. You put a, like a, a spoonful of sausage meat in there just for a little fat and a, a half a handful of chopped parsley. And rub it on toasted bread. And, and spoon it on toasted mm-hmm. bread. Um, porcini, uh, the porcini risotto we made because porcinis are, are coming around now. We finally got some heat. So for wild mushrooms you need Wet weather followed by good hot weather that'll make the mushrooms grow. So we're in the midst of some good hot weather, so the mushrooms have started to pop up. But not as not as great of a season as we thought it would no. be with how much water we had. But anyway. So yes, porcini risotto, tons of fresh porcini. And for secundo? Um, what would you say? I would have to say the... I know it's... Boor, it's not... Well, I know it's just chicken, but the capons on the Giro Rosto. We made, uh, mm-hmm. we put a couple of capons on the uh, spit roaster this week and uh, roasted them in front of the fire and you put a little bit of, uh, rub them down with a little lardo at the end to get them all nice and crispy and that came out, I thought, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Rub down with a little rosemary and olive oil and garlic and that's it. Yes, please. But um, another, another. What are, what are your plans for t- on this Sunday? What are you doing? <laughs> We've got a ton of work to do. I've got to clean a bunch of rooms with you, and I need to um, weed some of the flower beds. The sunflowers look really good, and um, I, need I, to do, I need to work with my flowers today. I have five bathrooms to clean. Oh, my God. I need to make pasta because we're out of pasta. Oh, and I need to clean the chicken coop. <coughs> there were seven eggs this morning. Cooking class this afternoon. Yep. And then dinner. And this afternoon, you guys are going to do sauces, right? We're going to do sauces. We'll do five or six sauces. We'll do a, a few vegetable sauces. There's classic ragu, norcia. Yeah, because she said they have a lot of zucchini at their house. And so maybe you could teach her, like, this a quick zucchini pasta, too. Of course. Absolutely. Um, oh, I almost forgot. Yesterday was the Rally of San Marino. Oh, yeah. Rev it up. So, um, the, every year they have a wrap. What is it called? Ricky's Revin? Who? Revin Ricky's. Rubbin's Racing? Yeah. <laughs> this is rally cars. They go one at a time. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, 
the Rally of San Marino, one of the stages is here through Pio Bico, Sant'Angelo, Invano, and Mercantello. And uh, every year they come through, usually in June, but this year they're part of, no, like, No, or the, May. May or June, but uh-huh. this year they're part of the, like, international rally circuit. <laughs> Chickens are all walking home. So it was a much bigger deal, <laughs> but it was fun to... And they changed their route. They, they came did. through Piobico this time. Yeah, they changed it up a little bit, but it was fun to hear the, the engines through the valley all day. So, I have a funny story, because... This year, the um, Regione of the Marche has been, is supposed to be getting much stricter on their rules and regulations for having a swimming pool. And we won't bore you with those details. But we were at the cafe Kiki Riki in uh, Urbania, talking to Davide, and or his brother, sorry. And remember we were talking about, oh, he's like, oh my gosh, they're going to be checking everyone, and it's so strict. And I said, why? Por qué? Por qué es troppo stretta? And he said... Communisti. <laughs> because this region is full of communists. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Because when Italians seem to get frustrated with the bureaucracy of something, they say it's communist. And it just always cracks me up. So much so that when we got a red car, someone stopped us and said, Are you communists? Because <laughs> all communists just, drop, just walk around in red. I guess. We just got it red because that's what we got. But... That, I thought, was really funny. Um, tonight, today in Urbania is the Sausage oh, Festival. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, Fridays throughout July in Cali, not too far from here. Um, they're doing, like, uh, evening events. And doesn't it happen in San Pancho and Bado soon? Or, like, August. Wednesdays? Wednesdays and San- Wednesday nights. Shopping in the Serra in the evening. All right. But a lot going on in uh, mm-hmm. our little neck of the woods. Feeling good, feeling week. good. Definitely, I feel much better this morning. <gasps> yes. Batteries recharged, ready to go, ready to take on the week. Well, let's do our phrase of the week or word of the week. All right, you do this one, because I think we've already done it. But I don't think we've done it. And this one, I thought we would teach you something in dialect. So, throughout Italy, um, different dialects are spoken that... People don't understand from one town to the next sometimes. And even Italians will say to each other, no, 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 speak Italian, because I don't understand what you're saying. So, like someone from Urbino won't necessarily understand the dialect from someone even as close as Piobico or Pecchio, which is only 20 kilometers away. So let alone someone from Calabria to, uh, to La Marche. So in this area, if you're traveling and you want to totally surprise someone, I like to tell this to our guests, because, you know, they're speaking English in the cafe. And I said, if you want to um, really shock someone in town, throw out, spit a little dialect. <laughs> so if you're, you're sitting there and you're getting up and it's time to go home, mm-hmm. you sit in the cafe. instead. Of, you it, could, traditionally, you know, let's go home It would, is what you'd say in English. And in traditional Italian. Andiamo. Andiamo a casa. Andiamo a casa. All right. Well, if you're in the uh, Piobico, Apecchio, Urbania region, even Sant'Angelo and Vado, throw them a little (laughs) curveball. Say it just a little bit louder so you know to perk someone's ears. Gima chiesa. Gimo. Gima chiesa. Gimo from the Latin to go, I believe. Mm -hmm. So you could say Gimo, Gima, Gima chiesa. And really make sure you get that chiesa. And uh, they will stop in their tracks and crack up. It still happens with us. They know we speak Italian, but when we say a few words in dialect, it cracks everyone up. Is that not true? It is true. (laughs) So, 
Just another little one to put in your back pocket. If you try to use this in Rome, it will not work. It's a completely different version of uh, the same. But, well, that's my word of the week. I liked mine better last week. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Thank you very much for everyone sending in their comments and questions. And, and subscribing. subscribing awesome. on iTunes. I can't believe how many subscribers we have. That's awesome. Keep it going. Um... Just thank you guys. If you want have any suggestions or want us to talk about something in particular, please send us an email or send us a, a comment on iTunes. And Absolutely. We will definitely um, fulfill your wishes. Or shout-out requests. Or shout-out requests. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. So from the foothills of the Apennine Mountains, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a great day. Ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.